I think I first truly experienced it when I went through my divorce. So I would say I experienced it the most on a personal level, aside from work, when I was at my worst. And when I, quote unquote, hit rock bottom and I pretty much lost everything in such a quick amount of time, I really knew exactly who was there for me and the people that were there for me, they had such big hearts and they wanted nothing more than to just help me get off the ground and rebuild. And so that was a huge moment for me. I'm very much grateful for those people who took a chance on me and helped me, whether it was something, you know, very simple to helping me ongoing. It was incredibly important and I'm very grateful and I continue to tell those people to this day how grateful I am for the help that they gave me in 2015. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have Jennifer Lay from Graceful and Gumption. Jennifer is the founder of Graceful and Gumption. And she wasn't always the people in a dress that she is today. After a difficult pregnancy, a traumatic surgery, surgery shortly after, and her divorce, she sold the skincare company that she had founded for a dollar and walked away from everything she had known. She has been through quite a few experiences and setbacks and she knows how to overcome them and uh, be quite an amazing lady that's uh, that's been able to get back and get back in style and uh, I think that's that's wonderful and I think we can uh, learn quite a lot from her experience so Jennifer let us know a few other things about you that I forgot to mention and uh, welcome to the gratitude podcast Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today and chat with you. Um, I think the biggest thing right now in my life is my boys. They're six years old. I have twin boys, so they keep me fairly active when I'm not working. Um, But I really have enjoyed uh, opening up more and more the last six months or so, sharing my story and being asked to talk about it and help people in some way with whatever may resonate with them. So I enjoy writing and blogging about a lot more topics that are more in-depth than what you normally see. So it's exciting to write about it, but also to come on and talk about it. So I'm just happy to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. Happy to have you here. So, um, as I was telling you before uh, we got to record, I'm thinking that uh, an interesting perspective on, on gratitude that we haven't spoken about much on the Gratitude podcast 
is um, the perspective of vulnerability, of letting ourselves to be vulnerable and letting in help from other people so that we will get to, to gratitude. How, how do you see um, vulnerability as something that allows us to live uh, more fully our life? I think the biggest part, and this is probably one of my favorite things to talk about, is combining gratitude and vulnerability, which is rare that we actually get to do that. But I think the biggest piece for me is acknowledging that in order to be vulnerable, you have to let people in and you have to open up. And the best way to describe it is you're you're completely exposing who you are and every bit about you in order to really break those walls down and be vulnerable. And then going off of that, you're adding the gratitude piece. And to me, gratitude is all about being thankful and being present and allowing those meaningful pieces to come together. And that to me is what really kind of catapults you to a whole new level of being in the moment. So I think that going into that a little bit deeper, when you allow that vulnerability to happen, you start to become more thankful for all the little things around you from how people talk to you, to what's going on in their life, to what's going on in your own life. And you start to really see where people are and where you are. And instead of focusing on the small, mundane, negative things, you really start to focus on, wow, you know, I'm I'm so grateful for what I have. I'm so grateful for these little pieces of my life and being able to go to bed at a decent time and drinking water and... <laughs> such you know such things that we take for granted every day but you really you really open your eyes to that yeah that's so true and i was i was thinking about uh, my own experiences with vulnerability um uh, for instance for for many years it was very hard for me even to be vulnerable about the things that i didn't know like it was really hard for me to ask for help or uh, regarding things that I I didn't know, but I, I thought that I was expected to know. And uh, that was, it was so interesting for me to have uh, different experiences when, when I was vulnerable and I was sharing the fact that I was struggling with something and I got help. And it felt so amazing that I, I received that help. And until then, it was, it was a struggle. It was something that was very hard for me that was uh that was basically uh, that actually disappeared really easily when uh, i opened up and i i asked for help and i think that's so interesting in in how these things work absolutely i i think for most of my 20s i felt so compelled to prove myself and to perform at such a level that was not realistic to myself or anybody. And I put so much pressure on myself to know everything and do everything. And I would get so excited when people would say, well, you're superwoman and you're 
able to do it all. But I also believe that it comes at a cost. Um, so, you know, everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. And I really didn't understand that until it kind of all just came crumbling down. And that's when I really started to focus on, okay, I'm like a light bulb that's never turning off. And eventually, most people um, have gone through that at some point in their life, but you burn out and you can only sustain that for so long. And so instead of asking for help, I just kept going and going and going and going. And then when I finally needed help, no one really understood what that meant. And they were expecting me to do it all and to carry the weight and to always be the rock for everybody. And so uh, it's such a foreign thing for everyone to understand, well, wait a minute, she's asking for help. And what does that mean? And I'm not really sure I can do that. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. But now being in my 30s, I have really understood the gratitude of of really saying thank you and knowing that it's okay to ask for help and knowing that fine line between asking for help versus expecting it and not being grateful for what people do for you, whether it's people that work for me or my family or my friends or even my boys, I really hone in on that tremendously because I think that that is a piece that a lot of people forget to do and it goes way beyond just a simple thank you. Yeah, that's so true. And especially uh, with the kinds of people that we are, like uh, ambitious, wanting, wanting to do many things and... Uh, to achieve many things, um, it's even harder to 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 be vulnerable because we uh, we want to be perceived as being strong and being able to deal with everything ourselves. But uh, at least in my experience, what I've what I've come to understand is the fact that the people that are actually strong or even stronger than the people that who are uh, independent are the people who are strong enough to trust other people, to be vulnerable with them, and uh, to be interdependent. And uh, that has been quite a, quite a lesson for me and quite quite an interesting perspective to to see. Uh, what what has been your your experience with this? I think that that's definitely for sure been the same for me. One of the things that I try to focus really hard on is trying to find the balance. And I certainly don't have all the answers. It's a constant struggle for me, (laughs) but I'm way better at it than I've ever been. And one of the ways that I do that and I try to balance it is I give myself time every day, whether it's 10 minutes in the morning. So I start my day off and I focus on gratitude. So I focus on what I'm grateful for and what I have right in front of me that day. And then I also will stop a little bit throughout the day and just kind of continuously just say thank you and just take a moment because we we go so much and we become robotic. Yeah. And the fact that we're just going and going and going even in the day to day 
And so we're always thinking about what's next. It's, okay, I have a meeting in an hour. I have another call. I have this. I have that. I have to pick up my kids. I have to go to the grocery store. All these simple things, but they you're just constantly thinking about what's next. And that goes for daily just as much as it is about what we want next in our life. And to your point, when you're very ambitious and you're very driven, I think it's even harder because you're constantly focused on what's next. So I balanced it with taking a few moments throughout the day and really kind of checking myself and taking a step back and focusing on what I do have in front of me and the simplest things that I'm grateful for, as well as I utilize uh, Thursday nights are a really great night for me because that's always a night that I know I kind of either have it to myself or I'm with a friend or that's my my personal time where I'm not working. And I've really worked hard on not trying to schedule anything on Thursday nights for that reason. So at least I have that one night a week. And that's where I eat by myself sometimes or I'll just go for a walk or whatever it may be, or I'll just sit down and I'll just write and I'll focus all on gratitude. So it could be anything from, you know, I'm so thankful for just the ability to have good meals, you know, and cook good meals and healthy food for myself to, okay, I need to just take a step back and not focus on what's ahead, but just focus on being present in the moment. So that's something that's huge for me. And this is actually a really great tip like a really great habit to have, to have that time for you and the time that you, that in which you do something very different uh, from what you do each day. If you're always on the run, you have that time to reflect, to understand what was, what was going on, to, to write it down, to appreciate the beautiful things that happened and I've actually never heard this idea until now and I think it's it's really really good like one one day one evening per week I think it's doable for all of our listeners and um, I'm challenging you to to think about what would that day be for you and even if it's if it's just I don't know how many hours do you uh, give yourself for this practice? I usually would say it's about two. I mean, so most of the time I try really hard because I love to cook and I love to just kind of come home and be present. But a lot of times I'm home and I'm working and I'm my mind is not shutting off. So for me, I think it's even harder, you know, when you don't necessarily have the the more structured nine to five type of job because your mind is going and a lot of times even when you do you know you're bringing that into your home so I put my phone away and I try to just really enjoy all of those little moments of that and so I would say it's about two hours of really just no phone and even when I'm eating I'm very present and I think that's something that most people don't even do anymore. You know, you're eating so quick and you're not even aware of actually taking a bite. And so one of the coolest things I ever did about three years ago was I went to this Buddhist retreat for a weekend and I didn't know at the time that you couldn't talk. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, that was difficult, but I got through it 
And to this day, I've never forgotten that weekend and how profound it was because it stopped me in my tracks and it taught me and they taught you there how to eat and how to be present with your food. And so that's just my way of keeping that going every week. But you can certainly do it and not necessarily eat. But I think that that's something that I try to take away and remember to focus on being present when I'm eating and remember that, you know, I'm nourishing my body. What I'm putting in my body affects every day and how I feel. And I think we get so caught up in that as well that we're not even realizing what we're eating and what we're putting on our body. So it's interesting to be able to do that. But you could certainly, like I said, you could go for a walk. You could enjoy a hobby that you love. But I think the biggest key is to do it for yourself and no one else. Even if you have a spouse or a partner or children, I think it's very, very important that to practice gratitude, it starts with yourself. And being able to be present with just yourself, I think, is a huge piece that a lot of people aren't really doing. Mm. But don't you think it's selfish? You know, I used to when I was younger. <laughs> I used to think it was selfish. And now I've gotten to the point where I realized if I am not taking care of myself and I'm not treating myself well, how am I good to anybody else? Exactly. And I used to be the other way around. But now by putting myself first for that small amount of time and making myself a priority every week, it's amazing how much I get done and how much better I feel about doing things for others because I know I'm taking care of myself. And that's just my personality type. I mean, for me, I tend to put everyone before myself. So it's not been easy to learn this habit. But now that I'm in the swing of things with it, it is something that I feel is very important for me to make sure that I love myself and I'm showing myself that I love myself before I do everything else. Exactly. And I think, um, so my question, of course, was uh, because I knew uh, how how you would answer, like, as an idea. Um, and because I, I believe that being a little uh, quote-unquote selfish uh, is so important. We can give so much more when our cup is full and we can give from a totally different perspective. Like we, we give because we have enough inside instead of giving from, a, from an empty cup when where it actually leads to frustration, to um all kinds of undesirable situations so yeah i think it's it's so important to do that and to do it constantly like like you're doing because we can actually be more and do more for people if we do this and no absolutely yeah, yeah it's one of the best things that i've learned how to describe it i think is that by rekindling that time with yourself and the fire and that spark within who we are, that flame continues to touch anybody around us. And I've personally seen it and it is incredibly profound. And one of the closest people to me said to me one time, you know, I kind of have to see it to believe it. 
and this is kind of when they when they met me and they I don't think they really understood but they truly started to see it and put it into their own life and it was amazing that the pieces of their own life that they reported back to me and told me that they were able to see around them with other people and it really does it really spreads like wildfire when you are truly happy and you're grateful for everything that you have in your life, whether it's the past or just being at peace for what you have today. It just like literally just kind of takes off and it's it's a wonderful catalyst to help everyone around you. Exactly. It, it's been my experience as well. And I think it's it's something that we should all think about. Uh, finding a, a place and the time in, in our lives to to integrate because it's it's for everyone's good actually if you're the kind of person that gets motivated by this so um what do you feel uh, i haven't asked you this uh, in the beginning what do you feel um that gratitude is how how do you live gratitude and when did you first experience it as a as a feeling, not just as a concept, as a word? I think I first truly experienced it when I went through my divorce. So I wow. would say I experienced it the most on a personal level, aside from work, when I was at my worst. And when I quote unquote, hit rock bottom, and I pretty much lost everything in such a quick amount of time. I really knew exactly who was there for me. And the people that were there for me, they had such big hearts, and they wanted nothing more than to just help me get off the ground and rebuild. And so that was a huge moment for me. I'm very much grateful for those people who took a chance on me and helped me, whether it was something, you know, very simple to helping me ongoing. It was incredibly important and I'm very grateful and I continue to tell those people to this day how grateful I am for the help that they gave me in 2015. And I think it's very easy to to get caught up in okay, well, he, I'm here now, but I'm constantly reflecting on that. And that's part of my everyday, you know, I share that with them. And I also pay it forward. So what those people did for me was probably like one of the best things that's ever happened in my life. And I try to do the same. So if I can help somebody rebuild, which is why I do these podcasts and why I write and why I speak, if I can just help one person, whether I've met them or not, or whether there's someone close in my life, I want to be able to do what those people did for me. So I think that was kind of the first piece is that's when I personally experienced it. And I think as far as what gratitude does mean for me, it just means being incredibly raw and vulnerable and finding that that piece of your life where you're just totally grateful for what you do have in, in the present moment and not focusing on anything else, but what is right in front of you right now. And I think that 
that's where I've started to really learn, okay, am I in the right place in my life? Do I have the right job? Do I have the right people around me? Is everything in my life bringing me joy? And that is kind of how I stem my everyday and and my life around. These are such strong questions and important questions to ask ourselves. And yeah, especially since we're going at times on autopilot and we we just go with whatever is happening on on the outside and we're just reacting having an intention and putting an intention at the beginning of the day is very very important and it can actually change how the day goes and uh, i think that's that's a really important point and i also love the fact that you mentioned basically uh, an, an experience in which you were very vulnerable you you went through something that wasn't easy to go through and your your vulnerability actually let other people in to help out and that actually led you to to more gratitude and i think that's that's really fascinating and really beautiful and it's been my 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 own experience that when when uh you get to be more more vulnerable uh with other people it's uh you feel a wider range of emotions like you you feel richer how was your experience from from this point of view yeah, I think this is one of my favorites and it literally gives me the chills talking about it because people ask me all the time, they're just like, how are you so confident and how are you just so sure of your life and where it's going? And I think the best part about that is the fact that I am incredibly vulnerable. There's nothing in my life anymore that I feel like I owe an apology for. And I've come to a place of everyone in their life has ups and downs. And there are things in everyone's life that we're not proud of, that we may have wanted to do differently, or you know that we've experienced and we have some type of level of shame. And I've learned that through all of those pieces, you do find this level of vulnerability where you just kind of become authentic in the fact that this is my life and I can't take it back. I am who I am today because of everything that has happened. But as you become more grateful for all of those pieces, the good and the bad, you you kind of shift and you now really have your feet solidly planted on the ground. So what happens by being vulnerable, at least for me, is that I'm finding that I'm not wavering anymore. And that's where that unbelievable confidence comes from because I'm standing tall and I don't let anyone's words or hurtful thoughts or judgment waver who I am anymore because I know that's a, like, that's a true reflection of them and it's not of me. And 
it's more about the deep internal work that you have to do to get there. So being grateful and having that gratitude towards your life in all forms and learning to take that into the realm of vulnerability starts to stem you into a new world of that unwavering strength and confidence. And it keeps you very humble as well because that doesn't mean that you can't want things or have an abundant life, whether it's material or not. It just means that you're constantly aware and you're very uh, grounded in terms of I know where I came from. I know who I am. I know that what I have today, you know, could be gone tomorrow. And by living in that mindset, you just have this beautiful sense of confidence in how you treat people and how you treat yourself. And it's kind of a really incredible thing. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I think it it relates quite well to to a word that I I learned recently, thanks to you, uh, gumption. Uh, it's, it's so interesting. I've, uh, it's, it's a new word for me and, uh, I had to look it up to, to see what it's about. And, um, I think one of, uh, the synonyms is resourcefulness. And, uh, one of the things that gratitude helps us with is with being resourceful because when you see the resources and you appreciate the resources that you have you become resourceful you understand that you have so many blessings so many people in your life that can help you and so many actual resources like physical resources that you can use to get to where you want to go that it's it's easy to to be resourceful uh, let us know a little bit more about what does it mean to be, uh, what does this word actually mean, gumption? <laughs> um, I love that word. And I, I, it was definitely, it's, it's been a word that I've resonated with for many years. And I think that my biggest piece in regards to gumption is just not letting anyone or anything stand in your way and knowing that without a shadow of a doubt whatever it is that you're wanting in your life you you know you have to believe it inside you have to have that mindset and you have to have that fire within you and that's what I associate with the word gumption is just constantly just you got to keep pushing forward no matter what and you have to keep that flame lit so however you need to do that in order to push forward in your life, no matter the hurdles and the circumstances, you're going to find a way to do it. And that is the one thing that people will always say about me is no matter what you go through, no matter where you live, no matter uh, who you come across, you will always, you know, they'll always say like, I'll land on my feet. And it is very true because I feel like my life has been very much a roller coaster versus a box in that sense. And I just keep going. But it is that mindset and that flame within myself versus relying on other people to provide that for me or to take care of it for me. So for me, gumption is all about that internal flame within me. Mm, wonderful and very powerful, actually to have that as a as a perspective and also i love 
the fact that you you also added grace, graceful, and uh, I think it's a it's a beautiful combination. But I wanted to 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 ask you, who are those people in your life that help you be so strong all the time? Um, you know, I have a small, uh, I have a very small but very very deep uh, connection with my friends. They have very much become my family, and. I think that that was one of the things that I really struggled with for a long time was I never really felt like I belonged. Um, mm. So I always was kind of a loner and I've always just done my own thing. And I've always thought that, okay, well, I'm a leader and I can do everything on my own. But through all of this and vulnerability and gratitude, I've developed such deep friendships that have turned into what I would consider family. I've created my own family and it's something that I'm very proud of, but they, I would say, are the people that continue to keep me going. They are there for me when I need them, and I know that I'm there for them. I do try to keep that circle fairly small in regards to really being raw and vulnerable and uh, just kind of having those people. And then you also have a kind of a larger network of friends and other people but not so much on that level but they're very much the people that have helped me get where I am today and I wouldn't be here without them yeah that's wonderful it's it's always great to have a chosen family and uh, people that you you choose to be close and very close to you i wanted to ask you where can our audience find you i know that you have um, a website where they can reach you with a really beautiful idea, uh, the power to influence through self-love. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you uh, point our audience to, to you and to your website. Sure. Um, so again, speaking of the word gumption, it's, it's in there. Um, my website is gracefulandgumption.com. And I'm also a, a user of Instagram, I would say, more so than any other social media platform. Uh, I love the ability to use photos and uh, write as well to capture and chat with people all over the world uh, by just being vulnerable and grateful for what I have. So I am on Instagram, and then my website is also a great way to connect with me. Awesome. So. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing your experience and for being vulnerable with us. And uh, yeah, have a great day. Thank you so much, you too. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.